Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. What up, everybody? This is Rob Brandt. And this is Rick Brandt, and we are the Brothers Brandt. Welcome back to episode 126 of the Brothers Brandt podcast, 2022-2023 college basketball preview. Here we go, Rob. We're going to the hardwood. It's college basketball. Everybody wants to know what's going to go down this season, and we're here to bring it to them. Love it. I'm, I'm here, baby. Let's do it. All right. Well, before we get into this coming season, we just need to rewind a little bit and recap all of the memorable moments we saw last season. I mean, think about what took place last year, Rob, the final four, March Madness, it all concluded in New Orleans at the Caesars Superdome, home of Which the New you Orleans. Were at. Would you That's ask? right. I was at the final four that night. You know, it was so funny. My fiance, her best friend was getting married the same evening in New Orleans. And I was like, hey, you've got some girl stuff to do. I've got some basketball stuff to do. Why don't we meet up at the wedding? So that's what we did. And yeah, earlier in the day, I was hanging out. Imagine if you didn't show to the wedding and you just watched the final four. <laughs> Well, that would have been pretty, pretty detrimental to things, but uh, I made sure that I cut out after the first game. I actually stayed for like the first game. I think it, yeah, I think it was the full first game. It and, was, oh, go on. It was Duke versus UNC. It was actually Coach K's last ever college basketball game. And um, it was interesting of a Final Four, Rob. Bill Self's Kansas Jayhawks eliminated Villanova. Well, hold on. Rick, no, no, we got to hear all this, but I'd be remiss if I didn't tell the faithful, first brand faithful, if, if you didn't do your shenanigans and got down onto the court, right? Like, like people ask me all the time, Rob, do you guys still do your shenanigans of, you know, dressing up in the suit, putting on the lanyard, getting down? And, and you did that. <laughs> 100%, Rob. It's an easy move. There's no harm, no foul. I mean, think about it. You're in all a love, baby. All love. All it seats a hundred thousand people, and yeah, I was down courtside. I was down courtside, Rob. Um, I got a chance the, to hang out. The with cheap you. ticket. Why don't you tell the story? Go ahead. You tell the story. Well, you tell the story. Just tell it. No, you tell it. You apparently know it better than I do. I don't know it better, but just tell it. Tell it. I got an inexpensive last minute ticket 
And I was a nosebleed ticket. I don't even know if I had a lanyard on or not, but I had, a, I looked like I was going to a wedding, Rob. I had a suit on. All right. I was dressed nicely. I was ready to tear up the dance floor. And yeah, I went to the basketball game instead early on. And um, yeah, listen, you're in a stadium with a hundred thousand people. So, I mean, geez, not everybody shows up early, let alone on time. There's a ton of open seats down low. Saw Jim Nance. He said, what up to you? Actually asked about you. And then uh, Jay Billis, uh, Coach Calipari from Kentucky. It was awesome, Rob. I had a great time. Met up with some friends that happened to be in town cheering on their squads. But it was great, man. And as I was mentioning just a minute ago, Bill Self's Kansas Jayhawks, they ended up winning the whole thing. They actually eliminated Villanova and uh, their star point guard, Colin Gillespie. And then they took down UNC, but it was really cool. I mean, just Bill Self, Kansas Jayhawks, they were phenomenal last year. They deserved to win the national championship. And this podcast is not about last year's season, but I'd be remiss if we didn't talk a little bit about it. Gonzaga was a dominating team all season long, uh, ranked number one for almost the whole year. They didn't make it. They to the just final can part. never get it done. I'm never picking Gonzaga ever. Okay, last year was the last try. I said, you know what? These guys, they can do it. I'm picking them. They did not go all the way, Rob. It was embarrassing, and I just won't ever pick Gonzaga ever to do well in March Madness's Final Four. Never. UCLA, Rob, they were preseason number two. They didn't even make it to the final four either, but it was Kansas at number three and Villanova at number four before the season started. And two out of the four ended up making it to the final four. So that's kind of cool. And then not so cool, but a memory from last season, which might have an interesting storyline this year is Michigan head coach, Jawan Howard. He had taken a swing, you probably recall, at a Wisconsin assistant coach in the handshake line after the game had ended. Wisconsin had taken a timeout with like 30 seconds left, and they were leading by an instrumental amount, a margin. And just like police had to get involved, there was a brawl, players got suspended. Jawan Howard got suspended for five games, which was the rest of Michigan's regular season. But man, when Michigan goes to Wisconsin this year, that's going to be an intense game. Absolutely. And I don't know what's going on in the water in Ann Arbor, but they just cannot get out of these brawls. I mean, not to sidetrack here, but they just got into a brawl in football. Michigan State and Michigan got into a brawl in football. Yeah, it's happening. It's happening. Um, listen, Rob, this is going to be the first year where we don't see Coach K on the sidelines, but his last ever game at Cameron last year was extremely memorable. It didn't go down the way he and a lot of Dukies had hoped for. They actually lost to UNC, but I remember Coach K just like after the game, first off, there was like 90 something former Duke players in attendance. And I was checking this out online, Rob, the average ticket for that game was over $6,000, which was more than the average Super Bowl ticket last year. So um, unbelievable. The atmosphere wild 
It was so good. But he gave this like really intense, fiery speech after the game and was like, we lost. This is not how we wanted to perform today. And like, we're not finished. And they weren't finished. They went to the final four. They met UNC again. And once again, UNC got the last laugh. Lots of stuff going on there in the ACC. UNC with the last laugh. That's, that's going to be memorable for them too. Yeah, you know what? UNC's coach, he's Hubert Davis. He was in his first year last year. Uh, a lot of people think that uh, they're going to have a great year this year. Heck, they're preseason number one in the AP poll. But also, uh, just two last points I want to make note of from last season to think about how great of a basketball year we had last season in college. Both Purdue and Auburn, great universities, for the first time ever, had ascended to the number one national ranking position in the history of their schools. Uh, both of them did it during the regular season last year. They were having great years. It'll be interesting to follow whether or not they can, either of them get back to that number one spot, maybe make a run at it in the tournament. Who knows? But you know who made a memorable run last year, Rob? St. Peter's from New Jersey. Peacocks, baby! Number 15th ranked St. Peter's defeated number two Kentucky in the first round of March Madness, then defeated number seven Murray State, and in the Sweet 16, knocked off number three Purdue, advancing them to the Elite Eight. They were one win away from the Final Four, and it, that was just insane. And then what made it just like so heartwarming as well was their head coach, Coach Holloway. This guy grew up, he was a tough guy in New York, New Jersey. He actually played at Seton Hall when he was younger. And he got this job coaching at St. Peter's Small School in New Jersey, has this breakout March Madness, and his alma mater comes knocking. He gets hired at Seton Hall like a couple weeks after the tournament ends. And what I thought was so cool was he brought all of his players from that St. Peter's roster to the press conference. And like, he just had them recognize standing ovations, like such a class act to this guy, coach Holloway yeah. and to just bring them along and not like forget about them, but just like continue to recognize their achievements while he had moved on to Seton hall. Just so cool, I felt. Yeah, I remember watching that presser, and I was just like, wow, that was a really cool moment uh, to highlight them. And, you know, it's if it weren't for them, he wouldn't have got the call, right? I mean, obviously, exactly. he's the coach, he's the guy at the helm, but they got to go out and execute on the court. And to do it as the 15th seed, knocking off Kentucky. I mean, you want to talk about brackets being busted? Who had that? Who had that? <laughs> The only people that could have possibly had that would have been uh, students, uh, faculty, and alumni from St. Peter's. And you know damn well they were just messing around. Exactly. 100%. And Rick, the past is the past. We're moving on to the future. We're geared up for 2022-2023 season preview. Lots to go over right here. Uh, this is going to be the first year that we're seeing, like you said prior, Coach K is not going to be at the helm for the Dukies. And we got John Shire 
How do you John Shire, that? Rob, is a protege of Coach K. They hired him years ago after he got done playing under Coach K. I mean, he led them to a national championship back in 2010. He was one of their leading point guarder guards. He was a great shooter. Garter, um, garter. Yeah, point garter. Exactly. And, you know, that's when you're gartering. Like, you're just gartering. Gartering, yeah. So, you know what I'm talking about. It's a basketball term. It's a, but, a total basketball term. If that wasn't like that was all planned, you know, like there was a, such a smooth handoff. It felt like great transition by Duke. What caught me by surprise, along with, I think, all of college basketball was Coach K steps down. So then in your minds, you're thinking, all right, who's like the next core group of coaches that are going to like just take it and all of a sudden become like maybe the next not Coach K, but definitely like a, a an epic coaching figure in college basketball and i bet anybody if they would have said a top three it would have included villanova's jay wright i mean guys in 21 seasons he took him to four final fours and two natties rob two natties and guys villanova is not this like you know what i mean i guess yeah it had the national championship back in the 80s and like good basketball school, but it's a very small school. It's kind of like Duke, right? You know, it's not like Kentucky. It's not like Kansas and all that. And it's a stone's throw away from me right here. Uh, Jamie is going to grow up a Villanova basketball fan. We're going to be taking him to Nova to watch some basketball games this year. We're going to go to some basketball games. It's going to be fun, um, but it's yeah. going to be like Jay Wright. And, and to walk us through this, Rick, what's Jay doing now besides her going to the Phillies games? Listen, TV man, he's got a great personality. He's going to make a lot more money in front of a camera now with a lot less stress. Um, good for him going out the way he wanted to go out. Um, super casual, just all of a sudden retired one day. And you know what? It is what it is. So we'll see if Nova can be what they were before. We'll, yeah. we'll find out. We're going to find yeah. out. And talk to us about Kentucky. There's some cool stuff happening in Kentucky. Obviously got bumped in the in the first round. Not how any of those players wanted to go out. Yeah, what's Rob, going they, on? What's going on in Kentucky? They've got this forward, and he's coming back for his senior year. Everybody knows him because last year he won the Wooden Award, which is given out to the best player. It's essentially like the Heisman in college basketball. Oscar Shishibwe, he just was dominating. Rob, um, he's the first National Player of the Year to return for their senior season since 2008 when UNC's Tyler Hansborough did it. So essentially, like most people, they win the award and they're out. They're going to the NBA, sign me up for the draft. Yeah. But I think he felt like maybe we've got some unfinished business to conduct here. And uh, man, Kentucky's going to go for it, brother. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Kentucky is going to be a team to rec reckon with in the SEC. We got you our SEC I... picks coming in a little bit, but where are you oh, yeah. No, no, no. We'll get to the picks in a little bit. You're absolutely right. And I didn't mean to cut you off there. I'm sorry about that, but I'm in the state of Texas and you and I love stadiums. It's one of our favorite things. You know, we love sports, but when we're at sporting events, we love to see the stadiums, you know, total and geeks, total stadium geeks. Absolutely. Interestingly, two stadium fun facts occurring in the state of Texas. One, the Longhorns, Texas Longhorns, last year, they demolished and played their final games in the aged Frank Irwin Center. 
And this year we'll be playing in the newly constructed Moody Center on campus. So it should be pretty cool. Uh, Excited to see that. Maybe it'll invigorate the Longhorns a bit this season. The Baylor Bears are actually playing their final season. Now this is just one year removed from winning a national championship. Baylor Bears, they're playing their final season in the Pharrell Center. And then next year, they'll be heading over to the Foster Pavilion, which opens next fall. I mean, just some cool stadium stuff happened in the state of Texas with college basketball. I like that. And Baylor's football stadium is very new, um, you know, past probably like 10 years, five years. Beautiful stadium right there on the river. Excited to see what their, their basketball arena looks like. Oh, yeah, they're doing great things. Rob, I talked about it earlier. I'm interested to see if Purdue or Auburn can get back up there to the top in the country. Um, maybe they can make a run at it. That's going to be some things that we're going to keep our eyes out for in the SEC and in the Big Ten. Let me let me jump in here because this next fun fact is something across the nation, just sweeping the nation, is Arizona State Sun Devils have a curtain of doom rob what what is is the curtain of doom please share with our listeners what is the curtain of doom you ask rick well the curtain of doom was created by the fan section of of sasu and when a player is taking foul shots they want to try to distract them you've been at the games where they've had like the the balloons were going back and forth and asu took it a step further and they decided to get pvc piping with curtains across it and right on the court, right underneath the basket, like right where the player's focusing his attention, they have something, someone, something behind this curtain. And prior to releasing the basketball, all of a sudden they open the curtain of doom and the player has no idea what to expect there. And uh, it's actually statistically proven to lower someone's, uh, 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 free throw percentage shooting like I think it went down from like 80% to like 70% and something like that I think Harvard did a stat on it I remember Colton shout out to Colton who took us on our stadium tour he told us this fun fact one time they had Michael Phelps literally picture this you're 18 years old you might be a player for the University of Arizona you're taking your foul shots. The game's coming down to a wire. And all of a sudden they open up the curtain of doom and you see like 50 gold medalist winner, Michael Phelps with all of his gold medals in a speedo staring at you. Like what? <laughs> Crazy Rob. And the fact that you and I just a few months ago, got a chance to walk on that court, run around. I mean, that was really a once in a lifetime experience. So yes, Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be watching the Curtain of Doom at Arizona State University Sun Devil basketball games this season. What's up? Now, uh, one interesting and sad note is that the NIT, the tournament, Rob, that you and I, uh, just everybody has known, it's synonymous with Madison Square Garden, the teams that don't make it to the March Madness NCAA tournament there's kind of like a consolation tournament for a lot of those teams that did well, but didn't make it. And they play at MSG and the NIT. Well, for the first time ever, that tournament is not going to be played at Madison square garden this year. It'll be held in Las Vegas, 
next year it'll be in indianapolis and i think they're going to try to farm it out and move it around and try to generate some energy i don't know why the decision was made but it it ultimately came down that the nit will not be back in new york but um it'll be missed it'll be missed yeah you know rick it's been there forever vegas sin city city of lights the lore it just attracted them and you know, I know they're going to Indianapolis in 2024, but I honestly think that the NIT would fit perfect in Vegas with the gambling, the March Madness, all that going on. Like, I think it'd be great for the city. I'm rooting, I'm, I'm rooting for Las Vegas, the city for sports. You got the, you got the Knights there, you got the Raiders there. You definitely know the Oakland Athletics are moving to Las Vegas. There's you know, a WNBA they, team. I think they're well, called the Aces. They I think they won the championship. I think they might have won the championship this year. Exactly. Exactly. So, and, and you're going to get a basketball team soon. So you're going to get all four major sports there. It's going to be very exciting. All right. Now, Rob, the moment all of our listeners have been waiting for, they're going to be tuning in. They want to know. They are here to find out who the brothers Brandt are picking to win the conferences appear in March madness and then get to the final four. So are you ready, Rob Brandt? Yep. Excellent. So we'll start alphabetically here. The ACC last year was won by the Duke blue devils. Coach K did win it in his last season this year. I know I'm wearing Duke. But I think UNC is going to win the ACC this year. Who do you say, Rob? Rick, uh, I want to say Duke, but and they have a great uh, commit this year. I think they rank in the best commitment for this year, recruiting class-wise. But it's going to take some time for them to gel. So I'm going with the Tar Heels as well. I'm going UNC. All right, there we go. It's uh, synonymous, unanimous, synonymous, unanimous. Unanimous. Now we're going to go down to the Big 12. Rick, who do you got for the Big 12? Well, listen, Kansas won it last year. They went on to win the national championship, as we talked about earlier. But I'm taking the Baylor Bears in the last season in the Pharrell Center. I think there's something in Texas. They won it two years ago. I think last year, you know, it's going to just, it's going to sour them a little bit and they're going to come out fire and hot out of the gates. Baylor Bears to win the Big 12. Who you got, Rob? Work. it's really simple. Rock Chalk, Jayhawk. Okay, so we've got a back-to-back here defending. Absolutely, 100%. All right. Wouldn't surprise me if it happened. Mm-hmm. Now, Rob, in the Big East, we love the Big East. Everybody loves Big East basketball. Providence actually took the home the crown last year. Do you think Providence is going to win this year? Rick, let me just sum this up for you right now. It's Philly's year. We got the Eagles, 7-0 now. We got the Phillies in the World Series. We got the Philadelphia Union in the MLS Cup. We got the Flyers off to a hot start. We don't know what's going on with the Sixers, but that's regardless. It's Nova's year. Without Jay Wright, they are going to be resilient. They are going to come back. They are going to fight with everything they have. They are going to prove that they can be one of the best teams in college basketball, and they will be winning 
the Big East. Villanova, lock it in. I love it, Rob. Good pick. I'm taking Creighton. I love their coach. I think the Blue Jays get it done this year, Rob. Okay. okay. Talk to me about the Big Ten. Last year, Illinois won it. I like Iowa this year. I'm going with Iowa. Who do you like? You know, Iowa's a really great pick. Iowa's a really good pick. I'm going with Purdue, baby. I want to see them win the Big Ten. Boilermakers. That would be exciting, Rob. I just, you know, a lot of good players coming back for both Purdue and Iowa should make for a phenomenal season and, of Big Ten basketball. Let's you, head can't, out you, can't, you can't sleep on Maryland, too. Just throwing it out there. That's can't true. That's true. You love your crab cakes, I understand. But let's go West. Arizona Wildcats, they won it last year. I like UCLA to win the Pac-12 this year. I really do. And I think they underperformed last year. I think they're coming back with a vengeance. You? I agree. Go Bruins. Okay. Go Bruins. That was easy. And easy. then la lastly, in the SEC, Auburn won last year. I got Kentucky winning this year, Rob. Who do you like? Rick, this is going to shock the nation right here, but I thoroughly enjoyed watching them play. I think they were a couple shots away, a couple passes away, a couple things happening, but I'm going roll, tide, roll. Alabama, baby. Let's wow. go, SEC champs. You, Rob, you're absolutely right. Their games were fun last year. They got a couple great shooting guards. I mean, just exciting. And yeah, a couple shots away from being like one of the best teams in the SEC. Not a bad pick. And that would be a really fun, exciting year to see Alabama both on the field and on the court doing well. Rob, we got to know. Who do you think is going to win the Wooden Award this year? Uh, so I think that uh, Armando Baycott will win the Wooden Award. He was a force to be reckoned with throughout the entire year, just putting up absurd numbers, rebounds, points, all that stuff. And I think that he has the, the high probability of being a Wooden Award winner this year. Rob, that's a great pick. I love that one as well. If he doesn't win it, Rob, I think my man from Kentucky, Oscar Deshiwi, is going to go back-to-back, -back, Rob. I think, wow, how cool would that be? Back-to-back -back winners of the Wooden Award. Put me in for Kentucky. I don't know if you're sensing a trend or not here, but I'm high on the Wildcats. I love that. Rick, and who do you got for the coach of the, uh, of the year? Well, I, like I said, I think Baylor is going to go ahead I think they're going to win the Big 12. They're going to bounce back. I think their coach, Scott Drew, who I'm, we're all big fans of, he's done great things. He won a national championship two years ago. I think they're going to just explode this season, and he's going to be the winner of the coach of the year. You? Well, I'm going with Bill Self because I think the Kansas Jayhawks will be defending champions and win again. Wow. Whoa. Spoiler alert here. We didn't even get to that program, that part of the show. And all of a sudden he just dropped it on you, ladies and gentlemen, Kansas Jayhawks back-to-back -back national championship winners. Oh my goodness. Boom. Wow, Rob, that's crazy. Well, listen, the season tips off November 7th. It's a marathon, Rob. It is not a sprint. It is a marathon. It's a long season before we get to March, but 
The madness begins on the 14th. I always love that week. You know, it's, it's a Thursday, Friday. You got the play in games, maybe on Tuesday, Wednesday, and, and then you got St. Patrick's day. It's just like a national holiday that whole week. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And the final four this year, Rob, is being played in Houston. So it's all going to culminate with everybody getting together down in Houston. April 1st is the final four national championship at NRG stadium, home of the Houston Texans. You and I have walked that field, strolled that field a few times, if I recall correctly. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What a wonderful baby. stadium. Excellent concessions, by the way. And yeah, they got some good ribs down there. So April 3rd is going to be the national championship. But before they get to the natty, there's going to be the final four. And that's what everybody's playing for. If you make it to the final four, that's like, that's just so cool, man. Uh, I'll give you my final four. But first, I want to hear yours. I know it includes Kansas. Who are the other three teams? We're going Kansas, UNC. Uh, we got to go with Kentucky. And I'm telling you, Bama, baby, somehow they're going to find a way to get in there. Wow. All those blue bloods and then roll tide roll. Oh, my goodness. That would be epic. Rob, I really like UNC in the ACC. I think they're going to be a force to reckon with. They're probably going to be number one, number two all season long. I anticipate them back in the final four. Huber Davis two years in a row, two years at UNC, two years in the final four. Rob, I like Baylor. I'm high on Baylor. If I think Scott Drew is going to be the coach of the year, you know I think Baylor is going to do well this year. I like them to return to the final four. Rob, Kentucky. I love Kentucky this year. They'll be back in the final four. You can book it right now. And then Last but not least, a team just kind of like Alabama last year that was just like doing so great and came up a few shots short, but fun to watch, Rob. And kind of a just a perfect storm with the Final Four being in Houston. I like the Houston Cougars to get to the Final Four at home in Houston. Those are my Final Four teams, Rob. That is amazing, man. Jim Nance's alma mater back in the final four. And this will be the last year Jim Nance calls college basketball. He'll be retiring from college basketball. What a wonderful voice on the sidelines it has been. We've seen him at many final fours over the years. And that would be pretty cool to have his alma mater playing for it all in their home city. Wow. What an episode, Rick. The 2022-2023 College Basketball Preview with the Brothers Brandt signing off here. I'm Rob Brandt. And I'm Rick Brandt. Enjoy the season. We are the Brothers Brandt. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 